The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade, never stop arriving. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, not just here or here, but everywhere. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade, never stop arriving. For listening to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in American soccer. And don't forget to subscribe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast. My name is Steven Jodrant. Joining me, as always, Jake Wachoba and Armand Kafai. On this episode of Uncle Sam's Soccer Podcast, we do the counterattack with Jake Wachoba. If you haven't already, go back and listen to the previous two episodes. We talked about MLS transfers and FC Cincinnati. Go ahead and hit the subscription button, wherever that may be on any podcast platform you listen to. Give us a five-star review. Follow us on Twitter, Uncle Sam Soccer Pod. Now, let's get to today's episode. Fast-paced, shifty movement, brilliant skill. It's the counterattack with Jake Wetrobo. What's going on, everybody? It's counterattack time here on uncle sam soccer podcast we have a plethora of topics and i mean plethora i have topics on topics on topics man uh okay you guys ready yeah i'm ready i'm always ready for the counterattack jake let's, let's go this. you're always ready baby you're always ready all right let's let's dive right in let's get going here um uh, first topic up for discussion eric winalda's las vegas Lights beat Toronto FC yesterday. Uh, yesterday being Saturday, as we're recording this on a Sunday, uh, five to one. <laughs> I believe TFC's backline was their starters from last year. Give me your thoughts quickly on this <laughs> complete domination of Las Vegas Lights FC over Toronto FC. Guess what? Toronto's not making the playoffs, and I said that what Friday yesterday before this result, before Giovinco moved, they're not making the playoffs. So, my hot sports take, I think we need to see Las Vegas in MLS. Uh, I think they should earn promotion into MLS because, first off, if you all watch the highlights, they, they, they release confetti on the field after every goal. The field is covered in confetti by the end of the game. Yeah, I would be embarrassed if I was a TFC. They look terrible uh, in that game. And, yeah, go Lights. Go Llamas. Go Eric Winalda. Uh, I'm going to make sure, by the way, that we hashtag pro for USA in this uh, episode as Armand has now called for it. I want uh, Ted What's-His-Face to retweet this now uh, just because Armand Kafai is a pro, our, our pro-rel uh, correspondent uh, or uh, connoisseur. All right, moving on. Moving on here. Uh, we're going to go international. Our Ooh. boy, Neymar, 
Our boy. He's not our again, boy. You love Neymar. You can't get enough of Neymar, Steven. Uh, Neymar is hurt once again. He's been ruled out for 10 weeks. PSG has a big uh, two-legged fixture with the red-hot Red Devils of Manchester United. They're on a 16 in the Champions League. Guys, is PSG in trouble? Yes, 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 yes. Well, they didn't get Luciano Acosta, and I think that would have been the X factor for them, uh, especially with <laughs> Neymar being out. So I, I don't give them a chance. I mean, look, I know they have Mbappe and all these guys, but without Luciano Acosta, they're nothing. So, yeah, there's no way. Honestly, uh, Manchester United, I think, is what, nine wins and a draw nine in the win? last ten or something like yeah, that? it's ridiculous. They've been on fire. They've been and on they, fire. Like, this is not the team PSG wants to play right now. Is the team that's hot now? What Neymar's out ten weeks or so, so we'll see. We'll out see. for a year, basically. If you think about it, it's pretty terrible. All right, let's uh, let's go back. Let's do a little MLS with a little international here. Uh, former Manchester United midfielder Nani or Nani however you say it, has interest in uh, in coming to MLS. However, ESPN's Jeff Carlisle is reporting that according to sources, according to a league source, sorry. Make sure we clarify that, by the way. (laughs) MLS has a 50-50 chance of landing the former Man United midfielder. Guys, is Nanny coming? Coming to MLS and two, would this be a good signing for the league? Uh, he's in his what lower thirties. I thought he was a lot older than that when I looked up his age. I flipped the coin and said no, he's not coming because since it was fifty-fifty. I mean, who doesn't want to live in America? So I mean, I would I would wouldn't be surprised if he did. I mean, if he comes at the right price, why not? He's he's going to Orlando fun, too. A fun winger. Orlando, that's where I think. Oh, then if I, he I feel terrible for him. I feel terrible. Like the, the Orlando is the place where uh, careers die. Is, is that careers what die? It's where they uh, hand out paychecks to dudes that don't deserve paychecks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this you're right. <laughs> Orlando City seems like the perfect place for Nani to to sign uh, into feature in MLS. Uh, moving on now to uh, Monaco, where they have sacked manager Terry Henry and rehired Leandro Jardim. Guys, should MLS be on Terry Henry's radar? That should have been his first destination, if I'm honest. Should have come to MLS first to get a little prep. I know he was on the Roberto Martinez squad, World Cup squad into the semis. But uh, how funny is it that Monaco rehired the guy they sacked, now have to, I don't know, carry Monaco or limp across the finish line and avoid relegation? It's, uh, yeah, he shouldn't have taken the Monaco. Uh, I mean, it's his boyhood team, so I mean, I don't blame him, but. He was just absolutely awful. Monaco's in 18th place right now, sitting on 18 points. They're tied with uh, Emmons uh, in 19th place. So, I mean, look, I mean, it's a terrible, terrible start for Henri. But I think he can salvage it by getting either an assistant job somewhere uh, or, you know, maybe you know, maybe an MLS team just like, hey, c- come over. You know, we'll, we'll take you and come sign with us. Armand, real quick, real quick. Why is Monaco so bad? Did this team contend for a Champions League trophy a couple years ago? Yeah, that's when they had Bembape. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's what happens when you sell all your best players. You become a selling selling club, selling league. I mean, look, you're not going to be as good in some years, especially when you get rid of your best players. Now they got Fabregas now, so it looks like he'll have an impact on them as and well. And he scored. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay, well, I, I was always under the assumption that Monaco was just this, like, developmental uh, haven for young talent. So, I, I don't know. To me— It's like, it's like, it's like MLS. Right. Right, right. I just, I guess, being 18th in league on is, I didn't really expect that from them. But anyway, moving on here, let's keep it. Let's go back to uh, uh, America here, a little America, a little Germany. Uh, is Tyler Adams the next man in Bundesliga? Uh, Steven pulled out this really, really misleading stat for me to feature here on the <laughs> counterattack. But uh, in terms of Bundesliga minutes since October 1st, 2018 to February 1st, 2019, Tyler Adams has played in a total of 180 minutes while the wonder kid himself, Christian Pulisic, has played a whopping 174 minutes in the Bundesliga for Borussia Dortmund. So uh, according to this misleading stat, Tyler Adams is better than uh, Pulisic, right? No, no, no. That's not what the question is. Is Tyler Adams the next man in the Bundesliga from the American perspective? And I think it's 100% yes over Josh Sargent and Weston McKinney and all the other Bundes American Bundesliga players. Uh, I watched Adams' debut, and he looked very comfortable on ball. Didn't look phased by in the moments. Uh, made big plays. Uh, now he's starting again, or he started again this past weekend. He is comfortable i think that's something that's really interesting for a guy you know who just came from mls he's only 19 he doesn't seem phased by the big moments just yet i like adams i like his composure and as me and uh, joseph larry talked about last week we could see him fit in greg berhalter's system as you know that that wing back that shifts in that nick lima uh-esque role so i'm excited to see what adams does and i love uh leipzig's logo so we, we know you're excited because I believe a few episodes ago you proclaimed Tyler Adams to be the next N'Golo Kante, I think uh, is what you said. I, I don't remember saying that, but if I did, there you go. You, you stand by it. All right, moving on here. Let's, oh, yeah. uh, let's keep it in the Bundesliga. We have uh, some rumors, probably from a couple weeks ago, but we're going to dig them up anyways. Weston McKinney has been rumored uh, to potentially uh, – or sorry, Weston McKinney is drawing interest – from clubs like Liverpool. Do you see Weston McKinney making a move to England this summer? No. I don't think so. I think he's in a good role with Schalke. Uh, I don't. I don't see him going to Liverpool. I think it's just, you know, kind of. It's kind of. It's kind of sexy. I think to put an American name linking him with the Premier League team, get the clicks. I think that's, that's the sexy thing to do nowadays. Well, that's the easy thing to do, but I don't think it would be good for his career. He's still young, and let him grow with Schalke. Schalke uh, in the Bundesliga is a regular. They they can compete for Champions League play. The season, they, they've kind of dipped a little bit, but I, I would stay where the minutes are and then make the move when you're 23, 24, 25. There's no rush for McKinney to get anywhere because he said Schalke. It's like with Pulisic. There was really no rush for him to get out of Dortmund unless somebody else comes along and takes his minutes away. 
Uh, I okay. Anyway, I think you saying Schalke is having a bit of an uh, like a, a little dip this season is a little bit of an understatement, as I think they're in the lower half of the uh, Bundesliga table. All right, let's go to MLS. Wait, 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 wait. Aren't they in the Aren't they in the Champions League though? They might be, but they're like. Aren't they playing City? They're playing City like, Champions League, yeah. Th- yeah, but they're like 14th place or something like that in the yeah, Bundesliga well, table. Yeah, well, it ebbs and flows. Some well, seasons are you know, uh, we don't. No, the facts 12. get in the way of a good season, you know? No, right, but that's... No, start. no, no. Yeah, I Look, they were a in a... Dip. They're, like in, they're in sixth place. They're a little dip, you know? Uh, not 12th or anything crazy like that. No, you can't... You Look, a dip in the season, it's going to happen. Look, look at where Bayern Munich uh-uh. are, by the way. Huh? Yeah, they're going to yeah, win the Bundesliga. I told that's you. Bayern Munich, in, Bayern Munich in third place. Now, that's a dip, but Schalke... <laughs> In 12th place, that's more of like a... Okay, they, but what they, do you expect from Schalke? Where do you think they would normally finish? They're not finishing top of the Bundesliga. They're finishing three or four. No, I would say like something, somewhere Five, between three, and three, yeah, three, three through six, somewhere around there. Not not 12th. Well, Come you, on. Okay, it's it's plenty of time you, left, and it's one are, season. Oh, you are no. the worst when it comes to the Bundesliga. No, no, no. By the no, way, no, Bayern no. Munich hates the Bundesliga. No, I don't you hate are. the Bundesliga. I just think Schalke is just having an off season. Uh, and if they beat really City in the Champions League, what are, what are you going to say then? They won't. They won't beat City in the Champions League. Come on. Let's move on here. You've, you've said a lot of things that are preposterous. We're moving Bull. on. We're cutting you off. Put, put the put the put the ball down. Ten Steven. points right. behind fifth down, place. Steven. I guarantee you. Here, put this in the prediction book. Jake. Oh, God. prediction book. Right. Oh, my God. Schalke finished top seventh in the Bundesliga. This is the guy that told me how preposterous it was that Bayern Munich would have any chance of winning the the the, the Bundesliga when they were like ten points back or whatever the hell it was at Dortmund, and now he's like, hey, hey, hey. They're only ten points back of third place or whatever the hell you just said. Come on, man. They're not. Bayern Munich. Come on, Bayern Munich are not it. winning the league. Historically, they're they've like never six, overcome they're this. They're only like six points. They're back. seven they're points, points out, back. and plus, seven. Schalke have an easier road to finish, make up ten points, and Bayern Munich have to make up seven points. You're 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 okay. Let's but, move on. You're ridiculous. Okay, I, can't, on. I can't deal with you. All right, we're talking about my club. We're talking about Minnesota United. Minnesota United traded nine hundred thousand dollars in Garber Bucks, aka Tam, to SKC with uh with the condition of an additional hundred thousand dollars of Tam going to SKC if they make the playoffs for center back Ike Opara. It's been uh. Uh, well documented that Minnesota United can't play defense. They are very leaky at the back. They let in a ton of goals. Uh, let's go to Armand first, as he's kind of our MLS guru here. Armand, does this mean Minnesota United will make the playoffs in the West in 2019? I mean, from every pundit that I've been reading, uh, it seems like they all expect Minnesota to make a top four seed. I don't really see that. I can see them, you know, getting into the, that six, that six seven role. You know, I'm a huge. I guess I've mentioned six seven. That six seven is probably like eight times today, but. I think they can get in there with a solid defense, you know, play like a road uh, road playoff game. But I don't know if paying 900k for Ico Parra is the right, uh, specifically the right move. But I mean, it's Manny Lagos and uh, Adrian Heath potentially last year if they don't make the playoffs. So I mean, they got to go all out and they have to do whatever they can to get the right pieces. There's pressure for them to make the playoffs. If they don't, a lot of people will lose their jobs. I mean, what are your thoughts, Jake? 
Because you're the Minnesota United. Yeah, and if they don't make the playoffs, I could see a huge how or uh, I don't know fire sales. Not not fire sale. I could see a lot of a lot of executives. You know, Adrian Heath all losing their job if they can't find a way to make the playoffs. Uh, especially Adrian Heath if they get off to a slow start to start the season. Oh, he uh, gone. He won't last. He gone. He gone. All right, let's move on here. Uh, this is kind of a controversial one, and I wanted to talk about it with you guys. MLS has denied the loan of Andrew Gutman from Celtic to Nashville SC of the USL. Now, it's been speculated that that move has been blocked because Gutman did not sign a homegrown contract with Chicago Fire. Uh, fellas, what the hell is MLS doing here? They're being dictators. They're controlling. MLS, they're controlling everything. MLS is, uh, for lack of a better word, screwing over one of its potential exp- uh, expansion teams and screwing over a young American talent who needs playing time, who probably won't get playing time from Celtic uh, in the get-go uh, because of pettiness. Because, I mean, look, the Fire weren't trying to sign him anyway. The Fire were trying to shop his homegrown rights. They offered him a minimal homegrown deal. Like, you're not going to sign with you that a team if they're offering you garbage. And from, you know, I, a buddy of mine, he goes to Indiana. He watches a Gutman play week in and week out. He says he's one of the most, he's one of the better uh, attacking fullbacks. He would have been the number one pick in MLS draft, like, by far, from what people have been saying. And you're offering him nothing? Like, come on. That, that's ridiculous. And MLS, th- this is a terrible look for a league. You shouldn't be blocking other, uh, you know, loans and stuff happening from other leagues. That's That's stupid. That's such a that's such a closed league thing, you know? Dictatorial, it is a dictator's mindset. Just Authoritative. It's all the same. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's a little ridiculous. Alright, let's let's move on here from the BS. Uh let's uh, let's dip our toes, I guess, into the uh, world of politics, I guess. If you will here. Um President Donald Trump. Now, we're not going to get political here, just prefacing that. So, you know, keep your politics aside. Uh, Donald Trump was on, I believe it was Face the Nation, uh, CBS, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, uh, and was asked by uh, Margaret Brennan uh, of CBS if if he'd let his son Barron play uh, American football. Uh, President Trump's quote uh, basically said, Barron actually likes to play a lot of soccer. He's liking soccer. A lot of people, including me, thought soccer would probably never make it in this country, but it really is moving forward rapidly. Now, guys, it, it's uh, we're Super Bowl Sunday and we're talking soccer. Is this kind of like a big deal? Uh, yes. I think it's it's a massive deal because Trump is being very honest here where a lot of people are like, ah, I didn't think soccer would make it, but... Among the youth, among the younger people, yeah, it's very popular, and it's only going to gain more traction. And I'm sure these are comments now that's going to circle the, the soccer Twitter sphere for a while because this is the president of the United States talking about the shift between football and soccer and not allowing – he he went on to say how he wouldn't allow Barron to, to play football, correct? 
Uh, he said, no, I don't think he said he wouldn't allow him to. I think he said if, if Barron wanted to, he would allow him to. But he did raise the point that football is dangerous and that the football players he used to talk to have said they would not let their sons play uh, football. Well, there you go. That That's that's where football and soccer are going to, going to meet. And you could, in, in generations to come, see a, a bigger shift in the amount of people playing football over soccer. So do you guys want to hear a fun fact? You all want to hear a fun fact? Yes or no? Yes. Sure. So you know you know, Baron Trump played uh, for DC United as a cadmaster? Uh, he played for their U-12s, and now he's playing uh, for their U-13s. So we might see a future DC United homegrown player, Baron Trump. That would be pretty, pretty interesting, huh? Uh, it would be oh, uh, very interesting and yeah, I think it would be I, a all I can soccer writer's meltdown. I was all just going to say, say is, that every soccer writer in this nation wouldn't know what to do with him or herself. They would all want to blow somebody's brains out. It would be pure frustration. Specifically their own. Uh, yeah, no, uh, that is that that is that's such an interesting thing. Like, could you imagine if Baron Trump was this star academy product, like homegrown, and all of a sudden he's you know, one of the best midfielders in the in the, the pool just for his wait. age group. And he's just, he's featuring in the, in the national team or something 2026 World Cup. Yeah, wait for the 2026 World Cup. And then you have Baron Trump in the midfield. Ooh, that would, that would cause would some lose. spicy headlines. People, not even the media, but fans, everybody would lose their GD minds if he was... <laughs> <laughs> if he was that good oh man that would be funny okay anyway that's the end of the counterattack. we've done enough politics by the way we're gonna so we're, we're gonna someone's gonna be pissed off with us because we think it's funny that baron trump would be really good at soccer anyway uh no, make no, sure you follow the what no i just think look if people are gonna attack the president's son for playing soccer then you need to grow up and go do something else with your life i agree i wholeheartedly agree with that especially i thought that baron trump got a lot of bs from people who found out that he was part of the dc united academy and i think that you know you can have whatever views you want of his father but at the end of the day baron trump is a 12 12 or 13 year old however old he may be and for people to be rooting against him to not uh be a good soccer player or any just any ill will towards him a child you know a young young kid it's bs you know democrat republican out of politics exactly exactly so we're gonna we're gonna end on that note leave kids out of politics make sure by the way that if you do have kids though they follow the show on twitter (laughs) at unc sam soccer pod make sure they subscribe to the show on itunes spotify uh Spreaker, wherever wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure they have a five-star review and you can mention how we're uh, douche frat Euro bros. Yeah, make sure your kids... Yeah, yeah, that's This exactly is, I right. think, the most douche frat Euro boy segment that we've done. Yeah, you are 100% correct as uh, the uh, official douche bro frat Euro snob guy on this podcast, Steven. You would know. Yep. So. Yeah. Mr. Swiss, I will not, I will not argue otherwise. European soccer is just better than American soccer. my heart. Uh, all right. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up here. All right. Follow the show on Twitter at Unc Sam Soccer Pod. Subscribe where you, uh, you, wherever you get your podcast. Follow Stephen at Stephen Jodran. Follow Armonkify at Armonkify, and follow 
myself, Jake Watroba, at Jake Watroba. For Steven and Armand, I'm Jake. We will talk to you guys next week. Deuces. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill, plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.